Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget... You can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Yeah, 2 Peter chapter 1 tonight is where we're going to be in our Bible study. We're going through our Missing Person series, the Biblical search for the third person of the Trinity, and this is our eighth installment and our last installment of this. To godliness, he says, brotherly kindness. This is phileo. This is love thy neighbor, especially when it comes to a brother or sister in the Lord. 1 John 2.10 tells us, He who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness, and walks in darkness does not know where he is going, because the darkness has blinded his eyes. And so we need to add to that kindness towards other people. And then lastly, to brotherly kindness, love. And this is a word that agape, a reference to perfect love or completely given over to love, pure undefiled love that is love just for the sake of the beloved, not expecting anything in return. And it seeks to show love that it's unmerited and undeserved. 1 John 4, 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this the love of God was manifested towards us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. Now, this is the point in the passage where we've just read a list of things, virtues, and so we may be tempted at this point to take out a notebook and write down, okay, faith, virtue, you know, godliness, brotherly kind, you know, write them all down. And Okay, now from now on, you guys ever said that from now on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do all these things. Actually, Ben Franklin. You know, we, we admire Ben Franklin because he was such an innovator and such a, a moral person of his day. You know, you think of Ben Franklin, you think of a guy who was a genius in many ways, discovered how to harness electricity, discovered, you know, so many things. He, the guy was just brilliant and, and very methodical in his life and the way that he lived. And so he decided, though he was not a Christian, decided, you know, and he was, he was a Bible lover and he was fascinated with the person of Jesus. And so he decided to take this list along with a few other lists in the Bible and he wrote uh, the list of things and he was going to grade himself every day and try to live these virtues out. And for every time he failed at one of those virtues, he was in, on that day he was going to put a little gray dot and every day he felt like he had accomplished that virtue, he was going to leave it blank so he would have you know, so he could see how his progress was. Well, after some time of consciously working, guess what happened? He said, and I quote, you never know how bad you are until you try to be good. He had 
almost all doths, rarely a check mark, or rarely a, I guess he checkmarked the place he did. And, and he ended up abandoning the project. This is not what Peter is telling us to do. He's saying, these things are yours. They're gifts. They're not things you have to set out to accomplish. They're yours. How? Through knowing him. You, we have, not you can get, you can earn, you can work towards. He says, we have everything that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. How do we get these things? How do we add these things to our faith? We go to him and we use his. They're all his. All these things are his and they all belong to us because he has given them to us. When I don't have self-control, I can go to God and say, God, I don't have self-control. I need yours. I need to borrow yours. Just like my sons should do. Daddy, I don't have a wrench. Can I borrow yours? Sure, son, you can borrow mine. Put it back when you're done so that I can have it later. (laughs) The solution to having these things is abandoning your own efforts and determination, acknowledging your failures, repenting of your failures, your lack, and seeking him for what you lack. It's like opening presents. It's not like doing chores. Okay? It's like opening presents. It's not like doing chores. So we so often approach it like we're doing chores. And it will always be according to your faith. Faith is the key that unlocks grace. Faith is the key. Trust in Jesus is the key that unlocks the gift or the virtue. If we don't trust God, if we don't believe God can do it, it won't be ours. This is, this is what James tells us so clearly in James chapter 1, verse 5. He says, If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives to all men liberally and without reproach. He's not going to be angry that you asked him. He promises, if you lack wisdom. You guys ever lack wisdom? Anybody? He says, you can have it just by asking God. He gives it to you liberally. I don't know how many times I've cashed in on this promise. I'm standing before a situation I have no idea what to do. God, you say, if anybody lacks wisdom. And, and there it is. There it is. But there is a caveat. There is a condition. Let him ask in what? Faith. Because if you don't believe, you're going to be like a wave tossed in, to and fro by the sea. He says that man should not expect that he'd receive anything from the Lord. You have to believe Him for it. And and that only comes when we understand that He has made us righteous and that I can come boldly before the throne room of grace to receive help, grace, and mercy in time of need. I, I have access to the Father, not because I got it all together, because He got it all together. And He adopted me as His Son, and now I can run to His throne, not because I'm worthy, but because I need help and grace and mercy in my time of need. That's what it tells us in Hebrews chapter 4. He opens up the throne room of grace to you and to me. Being born again, we take on the nature of God, and to the degree, again, to the degree that I expose myself to Him is going to be to the degree that my faith is growing, 
and as my faith grows and I learn to trust him is going to be how easy it becomes to ask of him what I need. Otherwise, we're like the little kids in the orphanage on Oliver Twist who are afraid to ask for more soup. <laughs> right? Because if we do, we're going to get whacked. And that's what most people think. If they ask God for anything, he's going to whack me. But that's not the case. He's saying he wants us to trust him. Notice this, verse 8. Notice what he says about this. For if these things are yours and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the good news. If these fruits are born forth in your life, then you will abound in knowing him. All brings it full circle. If you know him, then you can have these things. And if you have these, if you take those things into your life, then you will know him more. Isn't that true? If, if I know somebody and, and I start to benefit from that relationship as I share and give to, in that relationship, I learn to know that person more. And so too with God. And he is all, all good. He's omnibenevolent. He is so loving towards you. But it's always going to be according to your faith. And this is what Jesus talks about when he talks about the abundant life. This is what Jesus talks about when he talks about abiding in him. It's fellowship with God. And there's no shortcut to that. You know, in our automatic age where everything's instant, it's, there's no instant relationship, is there? I've noticed this about my own wife. That I have to actually spend time with her. Otherwise, it gets icy. Right? I mean, if I don't spend time with her, I feel distant from her. And then it's, you know, if it's been a while since we've really connected, then it feels kind of awkward to connect, right? I mean, it's, it's the same way with other friends, too. Have you ever had that friend? You were like bosom buddies, man. You guys just hang out all the time, shared everything together, did everything. Somebody moved away. And you called for a while and talked to each other for a while, but then... It got too long. And then you thought of something. Oh, I need, I need to ask him a question. But then like, oh, I don't want to ask him for something. I don't, it's been like too long to call, you know? And there's distance grows. It's the same with our relationship with the Lord. If we allow that distance to get there, then we're going to feel awkward coming. Don't let the distance happen within your relationship with the Lord. This is the abundant life. It comes from knowing Jesus, loving him, growing in him, depending on the Spirit. That's what this is. These things come. These are fruits of the Spirit that, that are working in our life. How do I get that cycle going? Call out to Him. Seek Him. Stay in fellowship with other believers and with Him. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991. Or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho. Till
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.